Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Bobby Moore and Sir Jeff Hurst The Trevor Brookin and Billy Bones Paolo DiCaglio West Ham United We celebrate our victories Stick together in defeat. We're proud of our history. The West Ham United, more than just a podcast. More than just a podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. This is more than just a podcast. Podcast. It is season. 13, unlucky for some. It is episode one. Yes, we're in a new season. We're in the summer. We've had a little break. We are back. We've had our podcast party in the Ledger building in Docklands, but more of that later. Um, I have two season ticket holders with me tonight. There's a little clue there. Um, Nigel, where are you? What are you doing? Yeah, I do own two season tickets, funny enough. Yeah, you um, do? Yeah, I'm in my shed. Oh, yeah, I don't know shit. <laughs> Who did you fucking think I was going to be? I, I, I thought you would say you were in your living room or something, you know. Um, hang on, let me try again. Chop, chop. Where are you? I'm in my shed. Shed man. Shed man. Sorry, a little bit rusty. You did renew. Excellent, excellent. And uh, he's not here tonight. Um he might turn up later, but but doubtful. Canning Town Len has renewed, and he's moved from um, Billy Bond stands to be close to you, isn't he? Yeah, that was lucky, as they we're weren't gonna, doing any uh, seat moves. We're going to buddy up, aren't we? We, we? You just got lucky, and just, yeah. yeah. And um, John, where are you? Hello, you? I'm at home talking to yous. That must mean you're the other season ticket holder. <laughs> it must be, eventually. <laughs> Finally, today, actually. Well, you know what? You got lucky because you only joined the waiting list a few weeks before um, season tickets went on sale. <laughs> you got really lucky. You got one, didn't you? Uh, yeah. What are the chances of that, John? Lucky guys. There's three of us. We're all lucky guys. You know, Len's a lucky guy. You're a lucky guy. This this luck just, just runs everywhere. I think they were glad to have me back because I was a... Oh, yeah, old, they went, oh, yeah. old season ticket holder. What's the reason? I think that helps. You're going to be in Trevor Brook in Napa, aren't you? Yeah, I guess so. I'm not even quite sure where I am, seats, to be honest. You? You're in your cheap seats. I am in the cheap seats. but 
I we we did offer you some uh, more expensive seats. You went, oh, I don't don't love Western. I, don't, I ain't paying that much. Yeah, no. I'm looking forward to it. Welcome yeah. back. Welcome back, John. Yeah, thank you. Just need to persuade George when he when his kids grow yeah, up. Yeah, George just needs yeah a few more years. I want to talk. Yeah, yeah, good, good. Anyway, uh, no football discuss because we don't discuss pre-season friendlies. Um, but um, there's a bit to discuss. I suppose we should discuss um, the Declan Rice stuff because we haven't been on air since and discuss transfers. But, you know, just before that, I just want to play this clip from today. Again, because of the shortness of the summer and... Uh, being in Australia, it's meant the time's been limited, but uh, I'm sure we'll get down down to work and do what we have to do. No major incomings yet. Is it just a case of patience? Are you happy with how things are going, moving in the right direction in that? Yeah, the club have made made several offers for players. We're we're out in the market. We're quite active, and uh, hopefully, hopefully, some of them will come off in the future. My old nan used to say, "God rest the soul." If you haven't Is got that anything, what she used to say? She used to say, well, if you haven't got anything sure. nice to say, don't say anything at all. Oh. And you know what? He, he doesn't help, does he? You know, trying to say... You didn't listen to your nan then? I did, yeah. Oh, right. Never so now you're going to say nothing. You also used to say, oh, yeah. never go to bed on an with. argument. Yeah. Right? Never go to bed on an argument. There's a little tip for you. Um, look. He, Hold on. Let me write that down. <laughs> Good old anyway. Dolly, wasn't it? Dolly, yeah, Dolly. Never go to bed on an argument. Oh, and can I tell you, it's, it's a little bit not, it's not a football thing. But do you know why she said that? This is a true story. It's quite argumentative. No, one of her sisters, she went to bed once when she was very young, as a child. Uh, and obviously this is in the, I don't know, before the First World War or whatever in the... Um, and she, um, or around that time, maybe 20s, maybe it was just after the war. But anyway, um, she had an argument with her sister and um, who died in the middle of the night from tuberculosis or whatever children died for in, in those days. Um, mortality rate was very high. And so that's what the, the she said. Never go to bed in an argument because you never know if that person's going to be there in the morning. It's a somber way to start the podcast, isn't it? <laughs> Oh, yeah, you started with a Moyes interview. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, getting back to Moyes. Everybody knew Declan Rice was going. Everyone knew we were going to have the Declan Rice money. It's a bit disingenuous to say our time has been limited because we were in a final. Oh, did you mention that? And, um, you know, we went to Australia. Oh, right, OK, because you don't like going abroad, so time's been limited. He goes on to go, I know Mark Noble. Really? Didn't know that. But the Tim guy, he's a bit new, so I haven't really got time to know him because time's been limited. Oh, really? Same old, same old. Uh, John. Hello. What did you make of the uh, David Boyce interview today? I, I just, yeah, it's, it's, it's David Moyes, isn't it? Yeah. I, think, I think we should do a sweepstake for each podcast this season and, like, Finds his after-match interviews, yeah. his press conference. Oh, it's not many. It's not just, many clubs that get into Europe three years running. Is let's just we, we should do like a Moise. how how many minutes it is until he mentions he's won a European trophy. Yeah, he did mention that in the interview. So, and he I said, we "You know how tough it is in the Premier League. Draw lots. We've got lots of offers in, but it's really tough." And mentioned Pakatar, etc. 
But, you know, you've gone a bit early straight on Moyes, haven't you? I thought we were going to be talking about oh, Declan yeah. Rice. Let's talk about stuff. Declan Rice. You're right. Let's, uh, I've, when, uh, while I've opened a can of worms, let me just talk to Shepman. Nigel, what did you make of um, Moyes' comments today, if, if you have actually heard them beyond that? Of course I haven't. Not bothered. No? No. Okay. Well, let's move on. Let's move to you, Declan Rice. <laughs> Fair enough, isn't it? <laughs> when we talked about Declan Rice, we've with uh, Len and everything, you know, we 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 argued whether it'd even be worth seventy million. That it would be a record fee, and and, and I don't think if if we're being honest, none of us thought he really would be sold for a, a hundred million. Um, let alone a hundred and five. I know the fives with add-ons. Um, let me make a statement first, and for you to argue, Nigel, the club did well getting a hundred and five million for Declan Rice. Yeah, uh, yeah. You can't. I mean, <clears throat> West Ham just haven't, you know, broken their own transfer record. They've broken like the British player yeah. transfer record. Yeah. Uh, for a sale of a player that we picked up for nothing at the age of fourteen. Yeah. From so, Chelsea makes it even better that Chelsea well, got nothing. <laughs> yeah. So for all the people that, that sit around. And complain when we've sold players off in the past. Why do we bother with academy? We should shut it down. It's a waste of time. Yeah. Well, there's 105 this, million pound in the bank. Well, this, there, this pays the academy for probably 10 years or something. Well, it what it does is it offers a justification despite yeah. the sales. So if you now add up the sales in the past five years, five to six years of academy players, it's a hefty balance. My, my understanding, it costs around £6 million to run a, a Class A academy like uh, uh, the Premier League one. And we get £3 million from the Premier League. So the, the net cost is £3 million. And, of course, we have a <laughs> a uh, end-of-season um, dinner dance award ceremony to help pay for it as well. So, you know, its real net cost is around £3 million a year. So you get a lot of £3 million a year in, in £105 million, really, don't you? Yes, you do. You were good at math. You could tell me exactly how many. No. Um, but, you know, my view is we had to take the money. The boy, you know, didn't want to stay. He wanted to move to Arsenal. It was a done deal. We all knew it. I mean, even Dodzu bumped into his dad wouldn't answer you going to Arsenal. You know, it was a fake bid from uh, Man City, as far as I'm aware. They never put in a formal bid, is what I was told. Um, how so any Aluko was right then, was she? Sorry, any Aluko was right, yeah, she was in some way. I'm not sure that she was exactly right, but she was right, yes, yeah. There was no, there was no, so you honestly believe that the people at Man City did that as a favour to West Ham? I to... think they did it more. I don't know if they did it as a favour to West Ham, I just think they did it to fuck off Arsenal. If you were honest with me, I got told by the senior source that no bid came in. And the only contact was a inquiry through an an intermediary, not Man City themselves. So it all sounds a bit suspect. Now, what Man City did do, and I know this from someone who spoke to them, Man City would not deny it. So if they did us a favour, I don't think they put a fake bid in, right? I think that job was done by intermediaries and things. The favour that Man City did is to neither confirm or deny that an offer was made for Declan Rice. But you know what? The problem that 
Arsenal had is they promised Declan Rice, they promised his dad that they would get him whatever it took. Now, how, how does all this happen prior to all of this with actually not being against any... doesn't exist anymore. Let's be honest, John. Against any regulations. knocking up doesn't exist. And tapping it's not up, done it? tapping up. Knocking up is what you do with a girl when, when you get... Oh, oh well, yeah. Um, I know these days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah apparently. Um, so, you know... You know, I'm sure his dad went there and, you know, I'm, I'm sure he met Arteta for a dinner and as long as they didn't discuss, you know, it's it's so difficult to prove. I think it goes on all the time, the tapping up. But no one's been, I forget the last time any club has been fined for it. You know, he 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 promised, verbal promise, gentleman's agreement some time ago. Arsenal found themselves in a difficult position. They thought they could get him for about 70 or 80 million. They ended up paying 105. Then that was that, whatever it was, that long pause, which I think was just Arsenal going, we don't want to pay for his holiday, right? Because he was, he was in Dubai and then he was in Portugal and then he was in somewhere else with the lads filling his holiday because it was an international duty. They're paying him 250 a week. We're paying him, I know, 67. You know, if anyone lost out, it was Declan Rice from the wages of those extra... Is that what he's on, 250 a week? Yeah, that's what I hear. I mean, I haven't heard that from senior source, but that's people close to Arsenal is is saying they're paying him 250 a week on a... What is it? It's a five-plus, five-plus two contract with five five years and two years option. Um, There is no sell-on clause. Uh, Senior source told me, you know, one... I don't think he'll ever be sold for more than 105. And two, I think he's never leaving Arsenal. He'll probably retire at Arsenal. You know, if anything, you know, if it doesn't work out, he might come back to us with his tail between his legs. But it wasn't a point worth arguing. The point worth arguing was the um, fee structure. They wanted to pay it over. uh, They wanted to pay 20 million up front, uh, 20 million a year for four years. We wanted it over... 18 months, we agreed over two years. So 33.33 million up front, uh, another 33.33 million in 12 months' time, and then the final one in 24 months' time. So, you know, that actually allows us to compete because cash is king in the football business. If we can do our deals, when we do our deals over four years, We've done our deals over two years. That actually gives us even more money because no one pays up front for it. So when people talk about budgets, transfers, we're only looking about the first down payment. If you can sell at two years but buy at four years, you, you know, you're doing a really good thing. And that's that's what I hope we're going to do. So, John. Yes. Declan Rice. Yeah. Any regrets? Oh, I'll just... I'll... Surprised we got that money for him in the end. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised in a way he went to Arsenal because I thought that, but you know, there didn't seem to be a lot of people falling over for him in the end. Um, yeah, good luck to him. I hope he wins nothing well? at Arsenal. Wins, oh, right. Yeah, I was just saying. Picks up a cup for England at some point. Right. Okay. But I don't particularly want him to succeed you don't want at, him to Arsenal do well at Arsenal. Or, but I don't really care. To be honest with you, I don't really care. Well, that's fair enough. He's no, he's, he's no, yeah. Would you, would you mean, wish him ill? I don't, I don't I mean, wish him ill. Of course I don't wish him ill. He got injured yesterday and he's injured today. And my, yeah. my sources tell me that he's he's got a, a calf injury and it, it's 
bruised and, and yeah, bloody. he might be long read. Um, but he's, he's not serious. Um, but you know, I, there is people that wish it him that yeah, you know he missed the start of the season, which I, I think is a little bit. Yeah, I mean, harsh. I don't, I don't wish him ill at all. I just kind of. He, he doesn't play for us anymore and I kind of don't care about yeah. him at all. And it's just, good luck to you, mate. I, Off you go. See you later. I still have my Canning Townland picture of him holding up the cup and I haven't got a problem with having that. I'm in the studio. Oh, well, yeah. In, sorry, in the studio. I'm in the study now with, with that picture and, you know, I haven't got an issue. Um, yeah, it's... it's he, the only thing he, I have a problem with and I've had to switch off, I'm getting a little bit sick of how he gushes about being in North London, and I'm slightly embarrassed for him. You know, I'm a gunner now. But I'm how do you see now. it? I'm Why, in North London. How do you, you think, see that? Well, because it's on Twitter and stuff, and it just comes into my feed, and you just think. Yeah, I don't uh, even look at it. I mean, I don't it. go I out just... my way to look at it. And what do you I, expect I, him to say, Sean? Well, do you know what? I expect him as a professional go, come on, guys. It's a bit much now. This is a bit cringy. It's, it's not that. Um, it's not this that, is what has to be done. Look, this yeah, but is the, Arsenal's this is more cringy than West Ham up, hold in marketing. As, as, as someone that, that, you know, wants content, yeah, wants to be able to report on content. Yeah, yeah, you know, I get it. Yeah, this is where the content comes from. Fans of Arsenal will want to hear from him. If he's the biggest transfer, they've... they've not the best player, but, it's but a the bit biggest transfer. You say it's a bit I'm cringy, a yeah? I'm in North London now. Well, and... this hold up. But this is the same bollocks that we listen to when we sign no marks yeah, from no, the back no, streets no. of Brazil yeah. who dreamed of playing for West Ham when they were five-year-olds on the Copacabana. You yeah. know? And a section of the fan base will lap it up. A section of the fan base and go pull the other one and a section of the fan base will laugh at it. Apparently, you know, there are some videos coming out of where he says really nice stuff about West Ham. So but I don't know. That, listen, he left in the right way. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, he put out a, a, a decent enough message. Yeah. You know, in his first interview, he, he, he mentioned a lot about West Ham. I thought yeah. West Ham handled the goodbye in a good way, to the point yeah. they didn't even mention that he was going to Arsenal. Yeah, I did like that. That was a slightly you, uh, you know, up yours. So, so, well, not slightly up yours, but, that, you know, look, off, off he goes. Thank you very much. We'll take the money. You know, we, we've sold a golden player for uh, a giant fee. And one that actually we won't look back and think, blimey, did we get add over there? Because when we got 18 for Rio, we thought not bad. And mm. 18 months later, they got 30 for him. Yeah, let's hope they don't get more than so, 105. I mean, it, it seems you know, unlikely, but you never know. You had to concede on some things. The thing is, we spent the past three years going, I hope he stays for one more season. And he did. So, well, we... But three years ago, he ended up staying. Oh, three, oh yeah, 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 true. Yeah, so yeah. For, for the past, and, three and he won seasons, a cup, you know. And this is this you could is say he won us the cup. Well, one of I've his goals was very that. important. But look, that's peak West Ham. Yeah, that trophy. Do you wish that him well, at Arsenal? I, I hope he, I, I hope he gets out of it what he wants. Yeah, no, and that's but, not answering the question with but greatest respect. But I hope Nigel. Arsenal win. Fuck all. <laughs> right, fair enough. That's exactly again, the same. Isn't that's, it? Well, gen, well. That's, that's generally, yeah, what I hope anyway. All right. I, so I, there's, I there's want... a, a little moral dilemma. Um, Barcelona and Arsenal in the Champions yeah. League final, and Declan Rice is playing. Who are you cheering for? Arsenal. Good. All right. So well, you... no, because if Declan Rice weren't playing for Arsenal, I'd be cheering for Arsenal. 
Right, okay. Well, some people won't. Some people actually will say no, Barcelona yeah. well, because but then, but it, it's a Premier Sport. League club. It's a the, the best club. thing about Tottenham reaching the Champions League final was the fact they played another English team so I could cheer for them. Yeah, true. How about you, uh, John? Would yeah, you, I'd always tell. Yeah, I don't cheer. I just, Your brother's an just, Arsenal armchair supporter. He is. And his son now. He's, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, they're was very the pleased. time Robert went to... Oh, I think they went last year, actually. Oh, did they? they all all right. went down there. I stand corrected. But, um, yeah. I, yeah, I've always been a person who like, always favours the English team in a final. So. Yeah. Unless it's Tottenham, to be honest. Cool. All right. Well, he's gone. Lanzini's gone. Um, Where did Lanzini go? He hasn't gone anywhere yet. Um, I was watching him on... He still seems to be holidaying. So, you know... Um, there was talking of going to Villa, but I don't think Villa are in financial issues. There was talking yeah, no. of him going to. The problem is, there's always this talk, and his father went, I want him to see back to River Plate. Well, River Plate's got no money, right? He, here's a player that was on 80 grand a week, right? Who's going to offer him 80 grand a week in Brazil? Or yeah, Argentina, if he's, sorry, he's been with us a few years on 80 grand a week, he could probably afford to. <laughs> Argentina is go back to South America, (laughs) and uh, all right, it's all South America to me. Um, but you know, I I think he's he at 28, he's probably going to pick up a I don't know about Premier League, uh, he could pick up one of the new teams coming up, Sheffield United or something that would want a bit of experience, or he might go somewhere in Europe, you know. Yeah, it's a shame, I'm you know, but I, I sort of get that. I, f- I think he was underused last season. He, yeah, I agree. Really have, he didn't have any injury problems at all, did he, last season? Yeah, I totally agree. I, I don't think so, he sought a new contract. and I don't think we offered him. I think there was a sort no. of mutual understanding that he wanted to go on a three. We didn't offer him one. Um, if we thought he might want, we might have redu- offered him one on reduced terms. Right. And obviously, let's talk about the next one. Obviously, uh, breaking news this evening. Um so, Aaron Cresswell. I mean, some people are confused why Aaron Cresswell would sign a new contract. But as we revealed on Six Foot Two last year, uh, he actually signed a contract last year in 2022. Um, so, uh, last summer, he signed a 12-month extension. They just never announced it. So, it's not like he signed a you know, just before his contract was due to run out this summer, he'd already signed it in 2022. But look, the guy has got one year left on his contract. He's on 50 grand a week, which is less than a lot of the other players. Um, Wolves offered him more. I don't know how much more than the 50 grand a week. They offered him a two-year contract, so twice what he's got for a 33-year-old, and an option, a possible option, uh, of another 12 months. Uh He's bought a house, uh, a house in Merseyside, and I suppose Wolves is a little bit closer to Merseyside. Um, and he wants to go, but um, tonight I, I got told by the senior source earlier this week it was only fifty-fifty, and and that they couldn't agree a fee. Um, he didn't tell me the figure, but you know we know it's been reported that Wolves have offered two and a half million, and uh, we want five million. Um, Someone did say perhaps we should take 3.75 million, which was the price we paid Ipswich for him in 2014. Um, but I know he hasn't trained all week. 
And I don't think he's going to France because his head's not in the right place. So I don't know how he's going to deal with this. Um, I hope he's a professional. But, you know, Wolves have got real financial problems. They've got FFP problems. They've got finance problems. <coughs> and, and I think they're looking to sell the club as well. So everybody who I talk to about Wolves is saying that it's an absolute mess. Um, I know. What, what do you guys think about Cressy? I would take a fee if he wanted to go. Two and a half? Are you happy to, just because well, they can't afford it? Yeah, squeeze to three. You know, I don't mind. Um, if he, if that's what he wants. That's what he wants. I yeah. would have thought. That's why he's not training. because he's. I would have thought it'd place. be nice to let him go, you know. What, what he wanted to go to Wolves? Yeah. Mate, I'd let him go on a free. Really? Okay. What, what's, what, when, when you're talking about holding out for two million pounds when you just banked 105 realistically what's the fucking point yeah yeah okay yeah it's a valid point uh let's see i mean uh, obviously this is the same thing happened with um craig dawson didn't it you know where we wouldn't let him go and you know we're, we're looking at this left back from league one french league one tough tuffet tuffet something like that. adrian tuffet tough no it phil it's not tough and all. I mean, no. it's tough. Right. Tough it. Um, who's, you know, one of the players of the season. Uh, is it Renz that, that he plays Renz. for? Is it? Yeah. Who we play on Saturday? Yes. There you go. So maybe we get a, a chance to look at him on Saturday. Not that we're going. Um, look, I know there's a lot of other people. I, I counted 12. I wrote a story. Uh, that 12 hammers have been Skamaka apparently is not happy moping around the dressing room but he's got to stay uh, Roma may want him but we're not accepting a loan we want the full money back we're not selling him on the cheap if which was what 35? well I think we paid it was 35 but I think we paid about 30 or we've agreed to pay 30 in instalments we haven't paid it all yet obviously yeah and there was about five million extras, so I don't, I don't think we paid anything close to thirty-five, but we right. we're on our obligation to pay at least thirty, John. So we want at least thirty back. We can't sell him for twenty. There's been rumours about into Milan, but look, no one's made a bid, no one's made an offer. Uh, they've inquired about loans, and we've said no, he's not available for loans. They so. don't have that 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 ability to pay that sort of money no in no it, Roma it? don't no Roma don't believe it or not so you know he's just got to suck it up and look if we move on to Antonio it's the same right Antonio is trying to force him look he did this last time and we know he's got family issues etc but he's he wants to force his way to Stephen Gerrard to that Saudi Arabia club on a three piss off mate piss off you know if the Saudi Arabian club can pay Stephen Gerrard 15 million pounds a year or whatever it was to be the manager they can afford to pay us 10 15 million um i'm told david moyes thinks he's a bit inconsistent wouldn't stand in his way but we're not letting him go on a free right and we need a replacement so david moyes thinks antonio is a little bit inconsistent that's what so, i hear yeah huh. that's what someone told me huh. did you did you not know that i'm sure no, I told I didn't that. Huh. yeah a very good source he's, told me that he's very astute Yes, <laughs> the rest of us have seen for a long time. Um, look, and Ings, I don't think is going anywhere. I've not heard, you know, we. I don't think we're making 
a striker a priority because at the moment the three are not going anywhere and it will be interesting because the next person I'm going to move on to is James Ward-Prowse so you know obviously Ings and James Ward-Prowse know each other we want to buy in a um, a captain James Ward-Prowse is 28 he's a set piece he's he's the second best Premier League set piece taker in in the Premier League history after David Beckham he scored 17 Uh, David Beckham scored 18 so he's just one away from David Beckham he has scored 22 in his history, um, uh, obviously in career history. So some of them in the championship, and um, you know, I, I, and he's got good leadership skills. Um, Southampton supporters I know absolutely love him and say he's, he just is absolutely passionate about what he does. So look, I, I do hope he comes. I know he's a Moyes kind of player. He's not an exciting player, but he's the kind of experience you want without a true captain. Um, and people calling for Dimitri Payet, the 36-year-old Dimitri Payet, who's a little bit chubby at the moment. Who's got, calling for Payet? Oh, people on Twitter, obviously, John. Are oh, saying, must be the fan base, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. They're saying that, that he must come. You didn't come. know the fan base was yeah, Twitter, yeah. did you, John? Yeah. So yeah you don't I do didn't. Twitter. Yeah. So, yeah. Or X, as it goes now, obviously. There it's you go. Twitter, See, the X. fan base. X. Done. Yeah. Um, and... They want him to come. But do you know what? Here's a little uh, fun fact. Do you want a fun fact? Sure. We'll give it to you anyway. Hit us with the fun um, fact, sure. many? Ma- I'm going to ask you a question first. How many Premier League free kicks do you think Dimitri Pyatt scored, John? Um, four. You were close. It was three. I didn't oh. want to ask me then. All right. Or how many do you think he scored? <laughs> well, uh, fun enough, I was going to go three, but he was. Uh, yeah, so it, yeah. we've got this idea that he scored. When I've asked other people, less clever than you two, they've gone, all oh, you know, five, six, six, seven. No, he scored a couple in the cup. How many that. How many uh, three kicks, goal free kicks, do you think he scored for Marseille? No idea. Oh, I'd, uh, well, in, in his, in in his whole career. His, his whole career. Yeah. Twelve. No, I'd go lower. Eight. Five. There you go. Mm. So in the league, he's only scored eight free kick goals. Mm. I didn't include uh, cups and because uh, I didn't have that information. But eight compared with 22 for um, James Ward-Prowse. So people seem to be, and, and maybe this is a Twitter thing, they seem to be turning their nose up with James Ward-Prowse, but saying we should be signing Dimitri Pyatt on a free. Again, Sure. <laughs> yeah, again, don't listen to to X. What people? Yeah, X. Well, you know, X being. Why are you calling it X now? Is it, I've not seen it. So, as X. so uh, Elon Musk has renamed Twitter X, and instead of tweets, they're now X's. When, 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 obviously, when has that obviously, happened? Obviously, uh, sure, in the last few days. The other day, so when you log into Twitter, actually, it comes it up X. with an X as it loads. Yeah. But you just it's Twitter, you know. Unless of course you're Sean X. Anyway. Uh, Harry Maguire, um, you know, there is interest from David Moyes with Harry Maguire, but he's on 180 grand a week. They want 50 million for him. So unless they're going to loan him, because apparently he's got an idea to play free at the back, unless they're going to loan him and they're going to pay the majority of his wages, there is no way Harry Maguire will come to us. We're not paying that much money unless Man United want to loan him and pay the majority of his wages. So I think we can forget that one. Scott Matomini, same thing. David Moyes is interested in Scott Matomini, but... Who's he? Who? Scott Matomini. Man what? United. 
Man United. Oh, and Scotland. He's actually he is. I thought it was Scott McTominay. Oh, I yeah. knew you were going to pick me up in the pronunciation. Oh, <laughs> Who cares? Come on. Okay. They, they want... He's a decent player. They want 40... he's, he's a decent solid. They want £45 million for him, John. And Mysore said, not in a million years. We're not paying that much. So that's not looking very likely as well. What's our what's our most expensive transfer we've done? Is it Paqueta? Uh, I think it is actually. It is, yeah. Yeah. Which was what thirty-eight or something? I think I'd, it depends. When it forty-two of add-ons, so depending on you. If you're asking Sean, it will probably be forty-two. Well, it's it's not actually. It's way less than that. Go on. Well, because Leon actually published exactly what it was. So it, a lot of it, 17 million in add-ons. And I don't know how many other add-ons. But Leon. Was... What, Leon? Leon. Yeah. Oh. Didn't he come from Leon? Oh, Leon. <laughs> oh, come on, guys. Oh, sorry, I break. thought you meant Leon. The, like the DJ guy. Yeah, I thought you mate. I'm going to think in. All right. How do you know that? But, uh... So how much is it, Sean? I'm, I'm just looking it up in euros because... Um... Because uh, Euro sounds a lot better, doesn't it? <laughs> well, no, no, I'm going to tell you, right? So, um, it was uh, da, 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 da. right. So, it was fifty-two point three million pounds, right? What? Um, that that's what the total deal was. It was sixty-one point six million euros. And that translates to fifty-two point three two million pounds. Right, this is what Leon said. Um, the trans, the option fee was sixteen million pound. Right, sixteen point sixteen, if you want to be precise. So the actual transfer fee was thirty six million pounds. Right, thirty six point one six, if you want to be precise. Um, that's twelve million pound a year. So how much have we paid for Pakatar? Twelve million. And another twelve million in twelve months' time. No, no, don't play that a... fucking. No, I'm game. just saying the reality. Don't no, give it me ain't that. Because it don't work we... like that. Nobody reports it like that we've, apart from idiots well, like you. We've what agreed is to the transfer fee? Thirty-six million pounds. Right. Thank you very much. Which we paid twelve. Oh. That's trans- so when everyone talks about, you know, forty odd million for Tomney and things like that, you sort of think, why? Why are we even? Considering spending our breaking our transfer record for these players, you know, because because you when because you do have to pay more for proven Premier League players. People think he is a decent player. He's proven in the Premier League. He's he's an international as well, so you will pay that. Plus, he's coming down from a club. So when you buy him from a club like Man United, you don't pick up bargains realistically from clubs like that. They don't do that. Now, it's it's a twofold thing, realistically, is that if you want, years ago, you know, we signed Stuart Pearson from Man United when we were in Division 2, you know, but those days are long gone because of two things. The players don't see West Ham. Don't want to come. Don't want to come to us because we're, we're, we're not in that bracket of players. And... They, you know, <laughs> but we need players like that to help lift us up. They've got an experience of playing in the Champions League, of being playing for a top six. You know, he's he's been a runner-up in the Premier League, he, and he's been a regular player in that. And they come with that mentality. 
So unfortunately, to, to do that, you do need to sign players like that from clubs like that. Not every player we sign from abroad is going to be a success. You know, for every, you know, Pakatar we could go now as a success. People were on sitting on the fence on him. Skamaka's not a success. I don't think he's a failure, but he's not a success. So what are you going to do? You have to go back to tried and trusted. But, you know, he's not going to Newcastle. There was talk that he might go no. to Newcastle or even, I forget what it was, um, Juventus, was it? I don't know. But look, personally, I'd rather they went out and signed that Alex Scott from Bristol City. But he has changed agents, as we know. He's got a new Brazilian agent and he's got a European agent that we may or may not know. What, McTominay? No, we're talking about Pacatar. Oh, well, we were talking about McTominay. Oh, right, okay. You've now switched. Sorry, we were talking about both cross purposes. All right, okay. Um, I, I just, I, I just like feel that we, we, the club sort of boxed itself into a corner with the the Moyes situation, and so they've really got to just let Moyes have his way. I think you know that they've kept it, they've kept him on. I think they should just back him, and and he's got a short term vision of it, and he needs to get the players in because he knows his ass is on the line. He, he he's, he's not going to look long term and have punts oh. on players. So you, can understand. Because you can understand why he wants to go for the Wolf Power say System. That because our second signing, which could be announced tonight or tomorrow, um, is Carlos Borges um, yeah. from Manchester City. Um, and Moyes was keen to sign him. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what I mean. But, but we all know. <laughs> you know, Moyes wasn't keen to sign him. But do you know what? And I've explained this. It works like a committee. Now, I think it's a committee of three rather than four. I don't want to be unkind to um, Mark Noble, but I'm not sure he gets a particular vote. Um, I think Tim Stein and um, David Sullivan. So basically, we're like communist Russia from the 1970s. It's it's like the Politburo. I think there is a chance that um, Moyes did get... He's not, let's admit, right, without going into this, he's not a Moyes player, is he, Carlos Paul? But you you can see... Over the past, pretty much, who players that aren't Moyes' players, can't you? And and you know you, they might sign this lad, and he's not going to get much of a look in, is he? Well, we don't know. Some people say he's you know Man City people rave about him. He's an attacking midfielder, which is. Um, but other people say they've they've heard bad reports. Do you, you, know, I do you I, think? Do you think that Flynn Flynn Downs was a Moyes signing? I don't know. I've not heard one way or the other. I I suspect that he probably wasn't. And I mean, I I think if you look, well, he doesn't want to go the. I mean, while you're talking about it, he doesn't want to go the other way. I mean, I I said earlier there was a dozen players. Flynn Downs could be loaned out Southampton as part of the deal. Yeah, he said no. I don't want to. I want to fight for my place. I don't want to go to Southampton to the Championship. I've been trying to think about his opportunities he's had last season to show and on occasion he showed he was pretty decent but I, I don't remember him actually playing that holding central defensive midfield role which essentially is what yeah. he is and I don't know whether Moyes has actually ever played him there Yeah, and it makes me wonder well, does he sort of setting him up to fail or you know it, I just get a feeling if Moyes doesn't like you or he's not he's this like Borgia, Borgia or whatever his name is 
I don't think he's going to get much of a look in. As yeah, long well, as this is this is going to be the big test. You're not wrong. Um, look, I don't know who else is going out there. Just to finish off what I was saying, Ben Johnson obviously could still be leaving. Um, I think Everton are, are interested because he only has got 12 months on his contract, and if he doesn't get sold in the next two windows, he leaves for free. Thomas Suchek has got two years remain on his contract with no sign of compromise on his extension. I'm told by an agent close to him, he wants to move on. Interesting, last week, someone who spoke to him outside the training ground said he was moving house. Now, I don't know if that means anything, but he was moving the house this week. Um, Aaron Cresswell, we've already talked about. Danny Ings, we've already talked about. Pablo Fornells has been linked to uh, one in out, out because of his frustration over a lack of minutes on the pitch last season. But I haven't heard anything beyond the reports. Finn Downs, we just talked about. Say Byram, um, Ben Rama is also... Um, well, they say West Ham are open to selling him. I'm not sure that's true, but but that's what the reports say. Pakatar to Newcastle, we've already spoke about. Ariola, so another one tip for a summer move. Ariola, unless he gets insurance assurances, he will be first ch- choice keeper. You just know Moyes is going to start uh, Fabianski. And the final one is is Theo Kera, that, um And this was a bizarre one that they're talking could be a summer departure back to um, Germany. No, we're not going to see all 12 of them leave, are we? We'd be oh. in trouble if they do. Yeah. It's silly season, right? Well, yeah, it's, it's just... It's just all... It's all just what... You know, you reap what you sow, don't you? It's the way... You know, we, we've had conversations on whatever various times about things... And I think we all just agree. The bottom line is, it's we're run by Sullivan, and this is the shit show that it is. And you just, you know, you think things, you think about things in a practical way. You know, I think we know that Rice is going for a year, yeah, or however long. And then you, you know, you think, well, let's have someone lined up ready to step straight in. And then you see like someone like Telemans go to Villa on a free, and you sort of think, well. That would have been good business to have lined him up. To you know, it's just you sort of see other things and you you think of these on the practice, but then you come back to reality and think, well, hold on a minute, we're run by David Sullivan, so it's probably not going to work that way. I think there's a bit of that. I think there's a bit of both of that. But the thing is, you know, every every season we look at other clubs and go, oh, why couldn't we got him in? Why couldn't we got him in? Why couldn't we got him? You know, but we can do that before Sullivan bought the club. There was yeah. always been players throughout history that we've looked at. Grass is always green on the other side. Well, why yeah, couldn't we have got him in? We've never been run very well, have we? No. <laughs> so. Well, I don't, you know. Yeah. There, there are other clubs that haven't signed anyone yet. No, I'm not going on. I'm not. I mean, I, I actually agree with Nigel where it's, you know, who gives a shit about we've it all? Got, it's just we've talk. We've got six bids in at the moment. Yeah. John. Like, you know, I've told you this. On, well, yeah, so on we're down to five now because. Um, Jack Tossa, oh sorry, Rossa, I meant on, um, I, I think is the evening standard. Oh, he's for the scum. Sorry, he must have got. Yeah, yeah, he, he, he moved over to the. He, um, he obviously got demoted sun. from the standard. <laughs> he went to the, the scum. Sun, Jack, right? I know Jack. Uh, uh, well, I couldn't, I'd need to unfollow him now. Yeah. Um, 
he says that Southampton Saints uh, director of football Jason Wilcox has been interviewed. Have we rejected the bid? Yes. Yes. Says. But I'll, I'll move on to that in a minute. If um, we get the right offer, we will consider it. Yeah. He finishes so, off. Go on. As all relegated clubs have to say, and I think West Ham once yeah. said it in 2003 about Joe Cole, we don't have to sell. Yeah. No, I agree. Look, the, the latest, and I, I, wrote, I, wrote, I wrote on Six Foot Two this morning, a transfer update. Connor Gallagher, right? We put in a bid, 37 million plus three extras. Got that confirmed last week. We were going to put a second bid at 42, but Connor Gallagher's agents, intermediaries went, don't want to come. Don't want to come. And I know there's still talk, oh, we're not giving up. I think I saw a report tonight going, you know, it's not necessarily over. We're going to make another bid. I've been told by a senior source, absolutely not. He's well, I saw, I saw an interview with um, Pochettino saying he's in his plans for next season. So yeah, Pochettino apparently greatly admires Pochettino. Oh, maybe he doesn't admire David Moyes. He wants to play there. He wants to stay. He's made it absolutely clear to West Ham he does not want to leave. So there's no point in carrying on our pursuit of Conor Gallagher. Um, so, obviously, Scott Metonymy, we've talked about 45, we're not playing that. James Ward-Prowse, right? So, I've been told our valuation <laughs> is about 20 million. And Southampton's valuation is 40 million, right? So, that's why we're miles apart, and that's why Southampton are saying what they are. Oh. So, don't we just shake hands at 30? Is he worth 30? One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Is he worth 30 to West Ham? Yeah. That, and that's the thing. Forget no, transfer fees. Yeah, but no, there's... there's, there's how you gauge transfer fees, it's like a finger in the air now. There's no, there's no set... You know, there is no real transfer market where you can walk down, look at the stalls and goes, well, he's selling them for 10. Oh, he wants 30 over there. I'll buy him at 10. It, you know, it don't work like that. It's, it's, what, it's what the club are willing to pay. A club like West Ham is always, when it's got money in the bank, 
going to be forced to overpay or yeah. going to be tried. And this is the thing. You get the section of the fan base that screams, pay the money, pay the money, sign him, sign him. You sign a player on big money, you shit. What a waste of money. What'd you do that for? You know, I've just All retweeted right, an uh, article I wrote a year yeah. ago. Elter Skelter. Yeah, yeah. You read the article. Yeah. With, I could have wrote it this summer. Yeah, of course. But let me ask you, because I haven't got David Sullivan on this podcast, and I haven't got David Moyes on this podcast, or or Mark Noble. I'm asking you, is he worth £30 million? It's, it's difficult to quantify that, and that's the point I'm saying. Who knows what he's worth? He could come to us. Is he worth £30 million hold to up. you? He could come to us, yeah, and score the winning goal in the Europa League final that puts us in the Champions League. And he's just qualified West Ham for for like hundred odd. Well, you say that, but we did manage to get to a semi final. So right, who right. knows? Well, let, let me see if I can get a straight answer from John. Maybe <laughs> uh, is he worth thirty million, John? <laughs> well, it's quite hard to quantify that. Oh, John, for fuck's really. sake! Um, the 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 truth is, would you pay thirty million? Look, he's worth whatever Southampton. That's a different question. Value him, then it. I mean, it's the same way we were with Rice. It's the value of the player to the club he's leaving. Now, if you want him, you pay the money. And How look, desperate and do I they want the money? Because someone like James Ward-Prowse could mean the difference of being promoted or not promoted from the champion. He's their captain, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. He's a leader. And, 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 he, and, he, and he scores a lot of goals. He scores. And, and, and he's a penalty taker. That's the other thing. He's not just a set-piece free-kick taker. He is a penalty taker and has got a very good record. And you again, know, we, it also comes a bit back down to the old back him or sack him with the Moyes thing. If, yeah. if Moyes is saying, look, this is who I want. He's going to be my new captain. I want this player at the club. They've got to go and get him. Yeah. And they've got to pay the money. And But it's, it's again, it's it's, their, it's in that room, in them, their choices. We, no one really knows yeah, yeah. what's going on, do we? Um, next bit of news. I only got this yesterday. Chelsea offers us Callan Hudson. Is it Adoy? Adoy? Callum Hudson Adoy. Yeah, Adoy. Um, he's he's a similar player, isn't he? He's the attacking midfielder kind of thing. He's a youngster. He's twenty two, isn't he? I don't he's know. Mega wages. Now. He's not one hundred and thirty grand a week or something. I don't know, but he he, he was a promising. But he was offered right. He's been offered round the Premier League. I hear. Where where has he been? Has he been in somewhere like Turkey or something? I don't know. Isn't he? Is he in the England setup as well? I he did know, for a little bit. He was a promising young player, and he was, I, I, was an attacking like winger, wasn't he? Is that right, Nigel? Is that? Do you remember him? Oh, a doy, Callum Hudson, a doy. Um, yeah, he, 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 didn't he break through? I think he's still quite young. He broke through when uh, I thought Frank um, went in to be Chelsea manager in the season that he couldn't buy any players. Um, so obviously, I think he'd been around the youth setup. And they brought him in. He did quite well. Sort of a wide striker. He, he, he was in the. I'm pretty sure he, he he may have made his England debut. Yeah, I, know I think he, he did get a start. I think, squad, yeah. Squads, yeah. So he was quite well respected. But then didn't he get a bad injury? I don't know. But he's, I he's, think he, he was a. There was like. I don't know if he broke his leg or. I think he's been on loan somewhere and has not particularly shined. I don't know where he was. But let me know. have a look. Depends again. You know, I mean, if he turned up, I wouldn't be. Isn't he a similar player to um, Carlos Borges? I don't know what Borges is. 
play. I've never heard of him. I think before. he's an attacking winger. Yeah, I think From what that's I hear. Then that's what I think a doy is or something like. He's 22. Oh! Oh! Mm. Guess where he went? Where has he been, John? Where'd he go? By a Leverkusen. Yeah. I wonder who saw him there. Well. Isn't that where Tim comes from? Tim who? He was he was at Leverkusen, yeah. Yeah, so some, uh, yeah. Tim's... I mean, started. if we're going to discuss him, I've, I've got a little bit of tidbit about Tim. Go on. When we do discuss him. Well, let's talk about him now. I mean, look, there's a lot of transfer names, but I'll tell you, they're the only ones I've absolutely heard about this week, right? Uh, I've been told, just to put this, we've got offers in for six people. We're looking for two to three signings. The first two to three that say yes in that right positions, we will sign. Now, I'm just a messenger. You might not like that. But so, to be honest with you, I, I, two to three new signings is, is about right. You know, you don't want to... We don't want to be churned. You don't need... You're correct. We've got 22 full um, people over 21 in the squad already. So we've only got three slots anyway, John. Otherwise, other people have got to leave. So I'm saying does unless that, other departures, we've only got that, three slots anyway. Uh, is that affected if we promote like the Mubamas and things? And they come no, Obama comes for free because um, he's uh, he's under 21. If you're under 21, you don't use a... But, you know, yeah. even a Nang is over 21, so he uses a squad place Coventry like, is over 21 so I'd quite like to see place. a couple of players out of that cup winning team brought up so they are John hold that thought on Barmeries there's a number of them going out on loan which will become obvious in the next week I'm not allowed to say who but um Barmeries is, is is staying yeah. he's uh as is I think uh Connor Coventry is staying as well um but we shall see it will be announced soon Let's talk about our new um, technical director, um, Nigel. Let's start pearl with diver, as you call the it. The pearl diver. The German pearl diver, as I got told. What about him? You said you had a little tidbit. Well, the, the thing is, he's, he's, he's come into the club and it's a, a, a sort of a... a, a a break from West Ham tradition. I'm not sure we've had someone quite of his ilk in the position that he's in. Not sure Husilos was of the same mould of Tim and Husilos came in realistically part of uh, Pellegrini's team. So when Pellegrini le- left, he was always going to go the same way. I thought Newman as well was going to be that sort well, of Well, no, Newman is, was more of a scout. Hudson Odoi is going to Fulham, by the way. It's just been announced. It's in very advanced talks. But there you go. Sorry, carry on. So, um, you know, there's a big thing about Harry was this sought-after person in Germany. And uh, we were lucky to get him or we should think. But then when you dig into it, he he, he sort of left Leverkusen. Because um, he didn't get the uh, 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 the role that he wanted. Yeah, he, he, he fell out else. with he the fell out with right Rudy Voller. That's right. I wrote about um, it. Yeah. So um, he then left, and nothing. And and he said at the time, by the way, Nigel, because I wrote about this on six foot two. I want to have a new project when I have more right. control. Well, this is the thing. This is an interview that Tim Steinden done in May with a Verder Bremen fan channel. Yeah. Yeah, called Dykes Tube. Yep. 
and basically um he's Steiden says he, he's he's so it's sent to me he's saying if we expect a short term success from Steiden, it looks like he's a wrong person as he likes to plan three to five year periods. Yeah. Um obviously my German friend Evie says to me his mindset and network seems to be um seems to to be designed for the Bundesliga rather than the Premier League. There must be reasons why his talks with Chelsea, Spurs and Liverpool failed. He says, he's watched the video, obviously it's all in German, he can't imagine how he can work successfully in the current structures at West Ham. This is what he said in the video, obviously translated. When asked in May about his future, there are offers from the Premier League, but England is different with owners and constructs of the club. Everything has to fit personally and interpersonally with the leading persons. And also, I have to fit with the structure of the club. But then it makes you wonder what he's doing at West Ham then. Well, <laughs> I have an idea. Yeah. I've written about this, as you know. So, you know my conspiracy theory. Is, is it that Moyes has only got a year left? Yeah. And he's gonna. His job is to bring in the next manager. I think his which his happens to and the, be and Alonso. Any, 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 yeah, yeah. And Alonso, of course, only has a year contract. Yeah, so yeah. this is my conspiracy theory that he's he's his job at Bayer Leverkusen. His job was to bring in a manager. He brought in Alonso. I think he's getting his feet under the table. He's working out. He's someone told me, right? Not senior or someone else, but close to the club said. His job is to bring in the players for the future. Moyes will bring in the players for now. And his long-term job is to bring in the new manager when the current manager's contract runs out. And I, I think there is probably something in that. And, and that's why he's not... You know, these stories that he's going to leave after a month, the same ilk that, but you know, how Mark does Noble's going to leave after a month, you know? How does that leave you looking... As a as a club to a possible player coming in, knowing at full well that Moyes essentially has got this one year contract, he's, he's just going to be fighting just to, to. Well, as long as everyone is aware what's going on, I don't. I don't really. You're not going to come in and buy in a project, are you? You're going to come in and just. Well, you know, I suppose you, that is a danger. No, there's no denying that. And do you think like the likes of Flynn Downs thinks? Look, if I can get through this season. If we get a new manager after boys, I can impress him and I might get my chance. Well, there are people who don't like the manager, and you know we're not, we're not going to name them. Um, but there are players that don't like the manager, um, and we've known there are agents year. that don't like the manager. <laughs> well, there's always agents. If a manager doesn't speak to an agent, there are always agents who don't like a manager. But we don't reveal how sausages are made. Um, look, I do think. Is, is there for a year and, and we look for a new idea. If you're going to bring in like someone... <laughs> it feels like a really great year to be back. Yeah, I know. Welcome ticket. back. It's um, going to be a real life. Why did you tell me this, John's game? Why did you tell me this before <laughs> we bought a season ticket? Um, look, I, I do think Steiden's going to build for the future and, and maybe Boyges is one of these players for the future for next season, not for this season. And we will start filling but and the thing and about building these, a, these players, a Red Bull um, model for for next season. Is is he that good that he can go straight into a Premier League? Who Boyges? Yeah, I don't know. It's unlikely. 
he was ranked, but you know, fourteen million pounds seems a lot for a uh, a player. But he must like him, and if who likes him? Did, well, Steiden. Right. You know, this is the Steiden signing, and Moyes. You, you you know this, do you? Yes. Oh. Yes, I do. I mean, whether he was recommended by Rob Newman, and that that's another strange one that Rob Newman's still hanging around and, and maybe it's because of this Boyges thing. You know, I, I have asked the club a, a number of different ways about to confirm the future of Rob Newman and I get absolute silence, which I think speaks um, volumes. He wasn't mentioned in the um, statement, which it would have been easy to do. He's not been mentioned since. Um, so what, what, looking back at Rob Newman's time... Yeah, his year... <laughs> Okay. City, obviously. What? Where's his? Where are his his failures? Um, I think he he the, he was brought. Well, he here specifically you go. brought in. Again, this is my theory, conspiracy theory. I think Rob Newman is the sacrificial lamb, the scapegoat for David Moyes. So, the failure of the investment of spending 165 million pound net last summer which didn't really give the return we wanted to, David Moore, uh, D- uh, Rob's Newman is a convenient scapegoat to put it all on him and go, well, you were head of recruitment. It's your problem. Let's sweep it under the carpet because David Moyes, you won a European Cup. Well done, you. So what, and, and, he, all... and his mate is thrown under the, under the bus. Out of those £165 million worth of players, who, who are the failures? Well, uh, Skamaka is not a success by any means, right? Now, he, he does say that he was playing with an injury all season, John. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure you could say Flynn Downs was a success. I'm not sure you could say Max Maxwell Cornet was a success, you know. Maxwell Cornet pa- didn't didn't play for most of the season. Yeah, I know, but, you, you know, it, whether they're injured or not, right, you, you've, uh, there has to be accountability, right? Um, you could say... Uh, has Ger been a success? Maybe not. Not everyone's cup of tea. Has Kara been a success? Has Emerson been a success? Some people say yes towards the end of the season. Was Pakatar a success till the end of the season? Yeah, but I think everyone became a better player towards the end of the season. Well, they did, you know. And and what Antonio would say is because we stopped playing that progressive football that David Moyes wanted us to play, and we went back to plan A. You know, plan mm. B didn't work, and we went back to plan A, or it was plan A and it was plan B. You know. Um, we went to play, you know, David Moyes boring football, but but for whatever reason, right? That where there's um, where there's blame, there's a claim, right? <laughs> and I know we shouldn't do blame cultures, but that's football, right? With a multi-million pound, with directors and everything else, someone needs to be blamed. And I think Rob Newman hasn't really done anything wrong, but I think he's a fool guy, and I think in the fullness of time, we will see him go. It mutual, we're seeing maybe after Borges, a mutual, you know, Rob Newman has left by mutual consent to pursue other career opportunities. That's what I believe will happen because I can't get a straight answer from the club um, why he was not mentioned in the statement and what his future is. Um, you know, and while we're at it, let's talk about the two coaches that have left as well. You know, what? why are so many coaches leaving? And is it that it, that that was 
in you know the first trophy in 42 years yeah. and uh, actually um that is in you know that that will be peak west ham could but be actually on the face of it on the face of the 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 the, the, the money's going to be at the top of the tree not really at the bottom we're not you know let's, let's be honest you know we're not going to be getting into the top 6 yeah. Um, we can win the players year, that can. come to us will use us as a shop window. So if players think they're good enough for the top six but can't get there, they'll only come to us for a season, prove that they are, and they'll they'll be happy to move on. Um, we'll you know we'll be forever that that a club that will sell its best players as is borne out again. Um, and and if people want to go, well, you know, Mark Noble never left it because no one wanted him. And it may be brutal, but it is honest. Nobody did want him. Um, so, if that is peak West Ham, and and for the coaching staff, you know, we all know Warburton behind the scenes was a mouthy little shit. Yeah. Um, Nevin obviously is is on a journey. He, he's part of the England setup. He wants to go and taste other things, and after winning a trophy, and he, he gets a medal as well. Um, we'll, we'll probably like to go and try other things. Um, so I don't see a problem now, myself, really. Um, Warburton was brought in to replace Stuart Pearce, and I, it probably didn't really I think Warburton, you could tell, he's, he's, uh, he's, he wants he to be a, a number one. He yeah, he, no, but look, but you got to be, to be a football manager, Yeah, I uh, like, uh, you've you got to have that ego, to, to be honest, yeah. generally, to be a success. He's done well from where he's come from, Walburton. You can't knock him for that, you know, because I'm pretty sure he was the bloke to come out of the banking system. Um, no formal football in whatever. But then um, made it as a football coach, made his name at Brentford when Brentford was the one that started the Brentford juggernaut, mm. perhaps. So, um, and, you know, as you know, th this is what happens... Leicester had won the Premier League, didn't do much after that, brought in um, Brendan Rodgers, two top five finishes, finishes that should have been top four, but they blew it again at the end of the season both times, won an FA Cup, now relegated and gone. Um, this is what happens in football for clubs of our size. Is it a case of this is the second longest run of top flight football, continuous top flight football, I believe, in West Ham's history. What's the other run, Nigel? 20 years. Okay. So, um, it's the longest continuous run in the Premier League and it, yeah. and it is the second longest run, longest run in top flight football yeah. in, in West Ham's history. And we've won a trophy. This is peak West Ham, believe it or not. Yeah. If, if if you're 20 years of age, you've probably not suffered a relegation in your viewing of West Ham. Yeah. You know, so when you look at it like that, you know, I don't know, people could call me, I've been called everything, so I don't care. But, the, but, but this is the thing. We are that club. We are not a big club. We're a club that can win things, though, as we've proven. Well, um, let's it, go and win the, the Europa League and get well, in the Champions League. Well, you, know? you know what I think the best bet is, personally, I'll say it now, 
Let's oh. finish third in our group, fall back into the Conference League, and let's bloody win it again. <laughs> I mean, what, Liverpool and that are, are in the Europa League, aren't they? Yeah. 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 So, but that's a know. failure for them. And yeah. Aston Villa, I think, are in the Europa they're in the League. Conference. No, they're in the Conference League. A Conference League. It's Brighton, Brighton. in the Europa yeah. League. Yeah. So it's, it, it just winning in the Europa League is like you put those two in front of us, there's two defeats. So. <laughs> This is peak Brighton, funny enough as well. Are Brighton going to get bigger? Well, we're talking about that later because they're, they're in a bit of FFP trouble. As I wrote a, a story today about FFP with the help of Kieran McGuire. So have we got have we got any new coaches come in then? Or? Not that I, I mean, I heard that Joe Cole was coming in, but that's got to be rubbish because he wouldn't give up his really expensive, um, lucrative uh, talking gig and uh, his gig at as an ambassador at Chelsea, so I don't see that happening. Oh, there was one. Stephen Round, isn't it? Didn't someone tell me that? I don't know. That's why I asked. You heard that, Nigel? Um, I don't even know who he is. But to be honest, I'm more bothered about the cricket. <laughs> yeah, he left, he asked, left from <laughs> Arsenal. Key, Steve, Steve Round... Arsenal confirmed departure of key man Steve Round, uh, and he's surely heading straight for David Moyes at West Ham. Okay, well he's no. an assistant. We'll see. We'll see if that's uh, yeah. um, a little bit of news away from transfers. Look, there's lots of names, and I, I've only told you the ones I know about. Um, big news this week: um, Porter Cabins to be retained. That is not big news, Sean. <laughs> Do you know what? It got big news. It got over uh, uh, 150,000 on Twitter and, and quite a lot on Six Foot Two. But look, Stell did me a nice little shirt with the port cabin on the back. Did Did you not find that funny? No, I didn't. Yeah. What did What did uh, the new director of football say when he saw the port cabins? We weren't impressed. I should point out, and I did point out in the story, the Porter Cabins are not first-team players. They are used by the media centre to do press conferences. They are used for storage, and they are used for a small club shop and a ticket office, not actually first-team players. But still, we don't even... This is a thing. When I found the planning permission, literally someone was there and took a photograph of the planning permission. We don't even buy them. They're on loan, not with even an option to buy. So for the next two years, we've got planning permission to put rented porter cabins. You know, at the end of the day, shouldn't you just build something? They've been there so long. So, so you can now understand when, like, Declan Rice walks into Arsenal's training ground, going, "Wow, I've never seen anything like this in North London." And I know. This. You can understand it, can't you? Yeah. Second so. story, oh, and this has been a big story today. I didn't think it would be uh, away season tickets to go digital. And uh, someone tipped me off on this on Twitter and said, oh, the ticket office is going that. So I went to the head of uh, ticketing, uh, Nicola Key, and, and asked her. And, and she said, yeah, um, we trialled it last year. Um, where other Premier League um, clubs support it, we're going to go digital. So so I, I don't think that causes a problem for a way season. If anything, it's going to make it easier. Um, transferring tickets on barcodes, is it not, Nigel? Well, I'd, 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 let's see how they do it, isn't it? Because that'll have to be sent out digital tickets individually per club, wouldn't it? 
on yeah, away yeah. tickets. What could possibly go wrong, eh? Uh, well, but as we know, a barcode could be screenshot. A QR code could be screenshot. Well, who knows? It will be interesting. I know the Premier League, and I wrote about it today, uh, the Premier League wanted to go towards that, but um, that was during COVID. Uh, next news story up. David Gold left no will. Apparently, this was a story back in April that we all missed was on the Daily Mail. And a number of legal firms then picked it up and one blogged about it this week that got into sort of the social media. Um, and I've never read this before. And I thought, well, that's a bit shocking that, he, you know, someone of his ilk didn't leave a will. So I asked a senior source and said, absolutely not. It's completely rubbish. He, he, the family assured me he did leave a will and it's just going through probate. So sorry, Nigel. Um, well, don't apologise me and bump over me. Frankly, I thought the story was bollocks anyway. Of course, he was going to have a will. Well, yeah, but the Daily Mail quoted court documents and everything. I've I've written to the journalist to say where's, where's your evidence. But yeah, but a journal, good journalist don't reveal his social secret <laughs> or not. Yeah, true. Next story: two left. Uh, Az Alkmaar uh, were fined, as we saw. Um, they were given a, a, a one-game ban, suspended for one year. They were given fines of about €80,000. Um, but this is the important thing that was left out. Because I went to the club and I said, no mention of West Ham. Can we assume that there is no further investigation against the club over the same semi-final? There are no sanctions or investigation against any of the players for their actions. And the club said, yes, the UEFA have dropped all uh, investigations against West Ham and they will not face any action. So that's the important thing to come in there, which wasn't actually said in the UEFA press statement. Was um, Do you think the punishment was appropriate, John? I just, I thought they might get a, a couple of, like, for ban, for crowd bans or something. Well, they got one, but it's and suspended. suspended one, yeah, yeah, so I didn't think it was very substantial, but they, they didn't I mean, ban for life 43 fans involved. Did we get... We've got bans. Have we got two-game yeah, ban? Yeah, but they're suspended. Cups at, are they suspended as well? Yeah, suspended as well. Oh, okay. I don't know. It just it didn't seem... Oh, actually, right, I but... think one is one suspended and the other one's not, isn't it, Nigel, if I remember rightly? Do you remember? I'd have to look at that. I don't know. I just... I, just, I thought it was... You're right, Sean. You can't I've got a sniffing. cold. I've had a cold, and I thought it was oh, right. I've come back. To... I've had a cold all week. It's man flu. I'm dying. Um, but the lo- the last story, and look, this this hopefully, I, I I collaborated with, as I say, Kieran Maguire on this. He gave me the raw data from his famous spreadsheet, and I, you know, people have accused me of using FFP and doing David Sullivan's dirty work on FFP, and I thought, well, I'll do my own calculations. So I'll look over the last three years the seven or eight European clubs that are in Europe next year, um, how they fare on FFP, right? And I looked at what the calculation was. I had to understand it and work out the calculation. What the calculation was in 2021, what it was in 2022 last year, and what it will be in 2023, the summer this year. And I found out, very interestingly, beyond... Liverpool, which is a really well financially run club, and um, Man City, who, interestingly, are facing loads of charges, so do you believe their figures? Um, 
pretty much everyone broke the rules in 2022, you know. But when you look at this year, right, even before the results of thing, Arsenal are bang in trouble, you know. They have spent, their losses are absolutely massive. How they can afford to um, buy Declan Rice and all the other players they have makes no sense. So what's me. ever happened to other so, clubs that have broken the rules well, they, 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 they no, get some, fined no yeah. they get banned no. yeah, who's, who's been banned Chelsea in the past they got a ban no they have threatened to ban people yeah they've threatened but they've never done it have they but I think out, they, out of the no, they're saying they're going to get tough Arsenal um, current right so their current we, we, just over two years we don't know what the third year is their losses are 73 million you're only allowed 50 million over two years. So it means they must have made a profit last season. I don't think they did. Brighton, um, 70 million, right? Loss. They're only allowed 50. So Brighton are in trouble as well. Liverpool are the only ones not in trouble. They've got 27 million to lose last year. Man City got 30 million to lose last year. Man's, Man United, 174 million over the last three years. Sorry, the last two years. And so they've got to make a, a 150 million profit for last year. Never going to happen. Newcastle, 93 million over the last two years losses. They're 43 million over already over two years without taking last year into account. West Ham actually are within it and got 13 million to spare. So our losses over the last two years are 37 million, and we we can afford to lose up to 13 million last season. The um, Figures haven't been announced. Yeah, well, Kit, you're, it. your man, you talk that Kieran Maguire. Yeah. He was quoted on Twitter. So, to Blake just said to him, say, have West Ham got any money to spend? And his reply was loads. Well, yeah, but... So... Don't, don't get wrong about... Right? You ask a silly question, you get a silly answer. If you ask about FFP and you ask about money... No, it was, have, it was all about FFP. And he says, has West Ham... Got any it's, money it's to spend? Far, he, he said loads. The analysis is far better than a lot of other clubs. Yeah. So, uh, yes, we're close to the limit, but people like Arsenal are, are, are taking the absolute piss. Anyway. I don't, I, it's just, yeah. We, we will obviously sign two or three players and we will... We will. They will come in later towards the thing. there would be an unsettled squad. We, we'll struggle a bit and yeah. hopefully pick up and, you know, and repeat. Anyway. We, we have, we said we'd talk for about half an hour. We've, of course, talked for an hour and 15 minutes. Um, is there anything else we want to discuss, Nigel? Um, no, it's good to see that West Ham paid a visit to the best museum that West Ham... Oh, I knew you were going to mention that. <laughs> I was going to see if he wants to buy my hammer, my Thames Ironworks hammer. He would, actually. Do you reckon he's got money? Do you reckon... Do you add, have you not seen? Right. Do you think all that stuff was in Australia that he bought? No, no, no. Do you think he bought that stuff and flew? Uh, uh, you know. And what do you reckon? I sell my hammer for like two grand. It's up to you, sure, hammer. Yeah. Should it leave <laughs> the country though? Should it's the ten time works country leave? Or do you? It's up. It's up to you, isn't it? It's, it, you're the owner of it. It's up to you to do what you see fit. You I'd know? rather there be a museum that it was Where in did you country. get it? I bought it for eBay. Mm-hmm. I bought it in the pandemic. It was up for 
£750. No, 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 it wasn't up for that. It was up for 1500 quid. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I offered. I'll just, I'll I offered. just reveal how much you paid. <laughs> yeah, thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you want two grand, mate? Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 it was up for 1500 quid, and I made a cheeky offer, I think, of seven. Yeah. Seven. 775 or something, and I got it. It's a piece of West Ham history. Or oh, it's not. It's a piece of Tim Zineworks history, actually. To be fair, the bloke out in, in Australia, you know, funny enough, when when I was um, heavily into the market, um, I could see him winning things that I'd bid on because three weeks after I'd lost out, it would appear... Um, on his Twitter feed. Oh, really? So we oh, we so used he is, to obviously he's got a bit com- money. So we used to compete um, for you know uh, in the same in the same auctions and, and whatever. As I suspected, which obviously we 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 would do. So um, you know, it's uh, I just thought it was ironic. I don't know. I do. I, <laughs> no, I won't say it. I just, I just thought that. I know. Say it. Say it. I for know what for say. Ev- everything that the club did in selling off what they did, to then go, I don't have a problem with them going, and I'm really pleased for the folks. It must be fantastic to to have that recognition, and and the geezer's you know a long way away from home, you know, because he's an expat. So, and I mean, it must be great to have a club representative. Um, even if they're Tottenham fans um, at heart um, to Ooh. come round. Oh, I know you're saying. Uh, he <laughs> doesn't listen round. anyway. He's blocked us anyway. You, you know, so... I, I um, feel, I think a bit harsh on him. Am I? Really? Because I think it... And this is the thing. When you know what they did, so view, listeners that... that, that um, He's doing a job. The, uh, I don't no. think who he supports is that is that relevant. Uh, yeah, no, no. Uh, see, people throw this at me, and this is where I'll pick you up. And perhaps sure that's then. why he got the company finally blocked me, because I've done it at him from day one since the day I found out, is that when you do that job and when you promote this, how can you have an understanding if you don't come from it? The job he's in predominantly should be done by a West Ham United fan. He's a big cricket fan, actually. Oh, well, he can fuck off and do the cricket then. Yeah, because the bloke's clueless. And, and, and you know the media stuff is yeah. generally an embarrassment and it's all on his neck. Well, it's not. Yeah. There you go. Well, I don't know. Look, uh, it is. I don't really want to make it personal, yeah, but yeah. he's. A, I, think he's jo- I think he's shit at his job. I think he doesn't understand West Ham United as a club. He's the type of bloke that will keep his bosses happy while the rest of the pe- people there think he's a wanker. That's that's the time. Anyway, yeah. welcome to the new season, yeah. everyone. Yeah, welcome to the new season, John. <laughs> before we go, tell us about your uh, managerial uh, managerial uh, experience. Did you win? How oh yeah, you... we did. Yeah, we won three uh, two. Oh right. Did uh, how long did George play? Uh, about fifteen minutes. Yeah, he did tell me that. I just wanted to see if he. <laughs> and he he, uh, he did a sliding tackle in the first two or three minutes, and when he came off, it's obviously a, a G four pitch or whatever it is or they call it. And he's he grazed all down his file. Oh, really? Knee. Yeah, little burn. But yeah, no, it was it was good. Well done. We, we went two 0 up. Uh, yeah, I think they raised about sort of 
about 1,800 quid on the day, two grand on the day. Oh, wow. Well and I think it ended up at about Do you think three, you could be carrying months. on your, your management career? Or I, think you it's, yeah, I think it's going to become an annual thing. Or are you going to retire thing? with a 100% record like um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Trevor Brooking? Yeah, no, I, I think it's going to become an annual event. So, oh, nice. Yeah, it would be good. Nice. Yeah, that was a good day. Sad oh. reasons, but a good day. Yeah. Thank right, you well, to everyone or anyone who did contribute. Well done, everybody. Yeah, we've been going an hour and 20 minutes. Look, we'll probably be back maybe for a question time later in the summer before I go off on my holiday. Or maybe uh, Len and Nigel will be back for propaganda. Who knows? We, we make no promises, but um, uh, we will be back for the new season. Um, Just remember... We can all see better ways, but we're run by Sullivan, and just it's just it'll all be what it'll be. Don't worry about it. Well, That's actually, Nigel say. always says. Um, I agree with Nigel. Don't let it. Don't get, get to emotional you. about yeah. until the last day of the transfer window. It's not worth getting emotional about transfers, and it's a good advice. Yeah, I'm putting words in your mouth, Nigel, but that's what you say, isn't it? Not. I, look, there's nothing we can do about it. The funny, the thing is, yeah. It does baffle me when I, I read on Twitter fans going, oh, he's shit, I don't want him, everything. And then we buy a player, uh, that player. Oh, fucking, what do we buy him for? He pulls the shirt on. Actually, does really well. Oh, I love him. I think he's brilliant. He's right. Oh, prove me wrong. Fast forward to the end of the next season. Another name gets thrown in that. Same person. Oh, I think he's shit. Don't want to, you know, it's a washing yeah, They're all machine. experts, aren't yeah, they? Yeah. It, it, well, let's, let's, let's. The flip-flop brigade. Let it crap on. The thing is, we're not a big six club. We can't just go out and buy anyone that we want. Players will pick and choose who they come here. Yes, it's disappointing. That's the way we're run. Yes, we could be better organised. Yes, we yes, could, we could be, do, be better yeah. organised. But then again, you know, a lot of clubs are going to be sitting there thinking that. We'll, we'll have the season we have. We'll finish where we finish. Us as supporters can realistically not affect that. All we can do is support in our own ways. Good. The last word was with you. Um, I've been Sean. Nigel has been... In his shed. John has been... Just really interested in this uh, upbeat conversation we've had this <laughs> evening. <laughs> Come on, you irons. Bobby Moore, more than just a podcast. Bobby Moore, more than just a podcast. Again, because of the shortness of the summer and uh, being in Australia, it's meant the time's been limited. But uh, I'm sure we'll get down, down to work and do what we have to do. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 